all of the things you thought, all of the ways that you thought you needed to be that feel so uncomfortable, they have nothing to do with the truth of this. The truth of this is that the best way for you to show up is the way that feels good and strong and true. And you are being assertive, but because you're so inspirational and visionary and humble and perceptive and because your EQ is so on point, you're just perceived as someone who's wildly powerful and wildly effective. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the show. I am so, so excited about today's episode for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's all about the topic of assertiveness, which I'm so passionate about sharing about and talking about because it is something that I struggled with so, so, so much. And I talk about career struggle a lot on this show. And assertiveness was one of the first big things that I ran into professionally. I was told that my voice was not assertive enough and that in order to progress and in order to be successful in the organization that I was at, I needed to show up with a more assertive voice. And not only did that feedback feel really hard and really scary to receive, but to make things even more challenging, I really didn't know how to speak up assertively. I was really afraid and I was given advice on what an assertive voice should sound like and I tried to follow it and it felt like it wasn't working and then it made me feel even worse and I kind of ended up in this cycle of knowing that I had this improvement area, knowing that this was a problem, being afraid to fix it, trying to fix it, not succeeding in fixing it and all of that added up to a lot of negative feelings and a huge negative impact on my confidence and my trust in my own capability. And I had a really, really hard time figuring out how I find that strong, assertive voice that was being asked of me in a way that felt natural, in a way that didn't feel so heavy, in a way that didn't feel so scary. And it took me some time really trying different things and figuring out what was going on, why it was so hard for me. It took me time to work through all of that and find a voice that felt strong and that felt authentic and that actually felt really, really good. And I was able able to go from being very afraid of assertiveness and it almost being like the enemy because I knew I had to do it but I was struggling with it to actually being really comfortable with it and really finding a way of speaking up assertively that actually felt good, which honestly, if you had told me at the time that I was struggling that that was a possibility, I would have thought you were lying. That would have felt impossible. That would have felt like, you know, a miracle. It would have felt miraculous because I was so mired in the struggle of being not just afraid to be assertive, but struggling just to speak up, right? And assertiveness is like the next 
next level of speaking up. It's not only sharing something and putting your voice out there for everyone to hear, but it's doing so in a way where you might be pushing back against something or you might be voicing a contrasting opinion. You might be advocating for yourself. You might be disagreeing. And so I sort of think about assertiveness as advanced speaking up. And so if you're like me and you have trouble speaking up, assertiveness can be even more difficult. And I know in my experience, that difficulty really impacted my self-esteem and it made me feel like I was never going to be good at it. And it made me worry. I worried about whether I would be able to figure it out so that I could have the professional success that I wanted to have. And that is what got me writing about assertiveness. And I'm so excited to share with you something that I've actually been working on for quite a while. And it's an ebook all about assertiveness. It is called Speak Without Fear, The Smart, Ambitious Woman's Guide to Assertiveness in the Workplace. It is kind of a combination between an ebook and a workbook. So it goes more into my story and struggle around assertiveness. And it is also filled with exercises that are what I went through to find my assertive voice and to finally feel confident and empowered speaking up. So it's filled with all the exercises that helped me get there so that if you struggle with assertiveness, you can begin to start your own journey of finding your voice and going from being very afraid and feeling paralyzed at the thought of speaking up assertively to actually Being calm, cool, collected, comfortable, and confident. That was a lot of C's. (laughs) But to, to feeling good when it comes time to voice a conflicting opinion. And I know that can seem impossible and it can seem so far away if you're having troubles with it. But you'll see if you end up reading the book that in my experience and the way that I like to approach it is it's all about taking tiny little strategic steps to slowly build strength, to slowly build confidence so that eventually you can be in those really difficult situations and be able to speak up firmly, but in a way that still feels like you and in a way that still feels like who you are and doesn't feel like you're betraying yourself or showing up as someone else or being inauthentic. That was really important to me to figure out, okay, how do I find this assertive voice, but how do I do it in a way that feels like me so that I don't feel like a weirdo or I don't feel like I'm just emulating someone else's communication style that is not at all connected to who I really am and how I want to show up in the world. And that's what the ebook walks you through. I'm really excited to have it out in the world. I really hope it helps you. It's a pretty quick, easy read. Well, I think it's an easy read. You, You can tell me if that's the case, if you actually read it. It is completely free. And I'm gonna link it below in the show notes. And you can also find the page where it's available if you just go to assertivenessebook.com. That is where you can sign up to get your copy. And... What I'm really excited about is because I'm celebrating and because this is something that I spent some time writing it and editing it and designing the book and just like getting it all together. It was a process. And because it's coming out for the first time ever, I wanted to celebrate putting this book out into the world with a free book club for anyone who reads the book and is interested in joining me to have a discussion about assertiveness. And so if you are a listener of the podcast, you are invited to join this book club. It is completely free. And I'm going to be hosting this assertiveness book club on Sunday, August 9th, which is the second Sunday in August. And I am 
so excited. I have loved meeting the women who listen to the show. So if you're thinking of joining this, I really encourage you to sign up and come join me. And we'll be talking about some of the topics in the book, the challenges around assertiveness, your challenges around assertiveness. And I'll be supporting you and we'll be supporting each other. And I'm really looking forward to it. To sign up for the book club, all you have to do is step one is to get the ebook. So again, I'll link the ebook below or you can go to assertivenessebook.com. Once you sign up to get the book, what will happen is you will receive an email with two things in it. It'll have the link to download the PDF of the ebook, and it will also have a link to reserve your spot in the August 9th book club. So all you have to do is click on that link. It'll pull up my calendar. And if you scroll to August 9th and click on August 9th, you will see the book club and you can reserve your spot. It is capped because I want to keep it a small group so that we can actually all chat and meaningfully talk about assertiveness and get to know one another a little bit. But if you are able to click on the calendar on August 9th, that means that there are still spots and I would love to have you there. I am very excited about this ebook, and the thing that I care about most is that you read it and take action. So the book doesn't just talk about assertiveness in the abstract, but I really designed it in a way to try to get you speaking up in small ways to help you build your confidence. So if you do decide to read the ebook and go through it, I really encourage you to do the exercises. I encourage you to follow through. I encourage you to really push yourself because the best way to grow these muscles is to practice. But I know it can be scary. And so that's why it kind of walks you through these baby bite-sized steps that you can follow to hopefully begin to get comfortable using your voice at work. I'm so excited about this. I hope to see you in the book club. I'll put all of the information below in the show notes. And now we're getting into the topic of today's episode, which is why assertiveness is so important in the workplace. Your ability to succeed and your career success is linked to assertiveness and is linked to having a strong voice in the workplace. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk about why. And I'm also going to start to get into this really important idea, which is that assertiveness doesn't have to feel so heavy. It doesn't have to be like an aggressive style of speaking. That's how I was taught. I was taught that I had to like show up with this like really aggressive. It felt very alpha and it just didn't work for me. And the only thing that worked was when I stopped trying to take that advice and just went inwards and asked myself, what does assertiveness look like for me? What do I want it to look like for me? And I go more into that in the ebook, and I also hit on that a little bit in today's episode. So with that, let's get into the content and talk about why this even matters. Enjoy. All right. So all of this talk about assertiveness begs the question, why does this even matter? Why is this topic so important? Why is it so key to find your assertive voice at work? And I want to walk you through a few of the reasons that I believe it is so important, not to make you feel worried because you're not yet assertive, but to inspire you to really want to show up for yourself and for your career. So here we go. Reason number one. This one is so important and so underrated. So listen carefully. 
The first reason is because it shows people how you think. So when people are having a conversation about something at work and you disagree or you push back, there is usually a reason why you're pushing back. You're not just doing it to be difficult. You're doing it because you see something. And if you're pushing back or you're suggesting something different or you're saying something or doing something that is assertive, it's because you have perceived something that other people have not perceived. So not only does it show people around you that you're insightful because you're sharing this insight that other people aren't seeing, but it also shows shows them that you're engaged, that you're paying attention, that you're noticing. And this can really give your colleagues and your leaders a lot of confidence to entrust you with big, challenging things because they have a frame of reference to know that, oh, she's paying attention. She's seeing things. She's synthesizing things. She's noticing patterns. She's taking initiatives. That means if I have this big, hairy thing, this big project, this promotion, this whatever, I can trust her with it because she sees things and she voices things, right? Where on the other side of the fence, if you keep quiet and you don't say anything because you do struggle with being assertive, you do struggle with pushing back, no one ever gets to see that quality in that moment, right? Now, it might come out in other ways. I'm sure you do excellent work, and it's not to say that you aren't talented, but it's just to say that when you see something or you have a true reason to push back, that is a speck of your brilliance literally coming to the surface. And when you don't say it or share it, People don't see that particular speck of brilliance and you should get credit for it because it's your speck of brilliance, right? It's sort of like, this is a weird visual, but like if you're a canister full of glitter, that moment that you saw something, that was like one piece of glitter and you deserve credit for all of the pieces of glitter that make up who you are, that make up your brilliance, that make up your talents, that make up your gifts. You deserve credit and you deserve to get recognized for every single one of them, not just half of them, not just the ones that are comfortable. And so as you surface these things and as you are assertive and as you do push back, people see she's paying attention. She really noticed something. And I know that I can trust her in another situation when let's say I'm not around. Maybe your boss might think this. I'm not around to supervise. I know that not only is she going to notice things, but I know that she's not going to be afraid to bring them up in a difficult situation, which means I don't need to be as involved, which means I can give her more responsibility, which means that positions you for progression and advancement and moving up the ladder. Or rather, I don't really like the ladder. I prefer the Ferris wheel. And if you want to hear more about the corporate Ferris wheel versus rising up the corporate ladder, that is episode 55. But my point is that when you are assertive and you do push back, it reveals your thought process, it reveals your level of engagement, and it is both your thought process and your level of engagement that will give people around you the confidence that you can handle more responsibility and that you can rise up. And this show is to help women rise. So you deserve to get credit for the insight that's coming to you, but the only way to do that is to surface the thing you're noticing, and often you have to push back to do it, right? Often the thing that you're noticing or the thing that you believe is true goes against the grain. And of course, it's, it can be hard to bring it up, it can be hard to be assertive in that way, but it does benefit you. So that is the first reason why it is so, so, so important. The second reason is like, 
Okay. I don't know if I've mentioned this before. I, when I'm laughing, I'm laughing at myself and I'm like thinking about my struggles and like how I created all of these problems for myself, not in a way that I'm blaming myself, but just like I look back with a different perspective and I'm just like, oh, poor Jessica, poor Jess. But anyway, the second reason why assertiveness is so, so, so important for your career is because often assertiveness is the thing that helps you advocate for the working circumstances and conditions and resources that you need. So often you have to ask for more time on a project or be really firm about a deadline that you need someone to give you something by, right? There are going to be certain things that you need in order to get your job done well. And if you work in any kind of professional setting, you already probably know this is true. Like, wouldn't it be nice if we could just like show up and get what we need? (laughs) Wouldn't that be so wonderful to just like people give us things when we need them and people meet our deadlines and we have enough resources to do a project? Like, wow, what what an innovative concept, right? But that never happens. That never, ever, ever happens. And actually... We shouldn't complain about it because that's the reason we're in our roles and that is our leadership potential is for us to take things into our own hands and create the conditions that we need in order to be successful in the work that we're doing. And this often means being assertive and saying things like, I have to receive this by this deadline or in order to do this project properly, this is how much time I'm going to need or these are how many people I'm going to need or this is how many dollars I'm going to need, right? Or someone might say, you need to do the project this way. And you might have to push back and say, no, that way is not going to work because of X. And what happens when you don't push back in these situations, when you don't say that you need the time or the resources or that it's better to do it this way? When you keep quiet in those situations, you end up with subpar working conditions and you end up in a situation that is going to be more difficult for you and potentially less likely to come out successful, not because of your skill level, not because of your talent level, but simply because you didn't advocate for what you needed. And again, it'd be fabulous if we just all got what we needed. But in my experience, it never works that way. You have to ask for the things that you need. And that is part of what shows that you are capable of actually leading. And so just like I said with the first example where sharing your your conflicting thought or your contrasting opinion shows people that you have this engagement and insight and therefore you have the capability to take on more. Similarly, being able to get things by the deadline you need, being able to ask for the thing that you need, that also shows that you have a certain quality, a certain ability, a certain way to drive things forward and reliably get things done and push forward even if that does require assertiveness. And just like the first example, that can really give the people around you faith that you will be able to handle something difficult because you will be able to create the conditions you need. You will be able to enforce those deadlines. You will be able to get back the things that you need from people. And when you're in this mode of just like 
only trying to make people happy and never asking for anything where you feel like you're, you know, you're making an ask, you're making a demand, you're advocating. When you're just in that people-pleasing mode, it's really hard to do that because a lot of these projects require sacrifice. They require resources. They require trade-offs. And in order to do them in the best possible way so that you can have a great outcome and look good, you have to be able to advocate. So that is the second reason. And, you know, I laughed when I started to get into it because I just like I I would rather like especially early in my career, I would like choose doing 20 extra hours of work on my own personal time rather than like say one assertive or confrontational thing. So it's sort of like I was solving everything with like this constraint of like I don't want to rock any boats and because I was like so rigid in that and so afraid I would do nutty things like I would do weird things like nonsensical things in order to avoid being assertive in order to avoid saying anything that would make me be perceived as like slightly less than the nicest most likable sweetest most sugary friendly female in the world and that got me into these awful situations where it was like oh my gosh like I can't finish this or like I have to stay up all night working on this I got myself into those situations because I didn't say something at the outset and I laugh but geez like there was a lot of associated with those. And if you at all relate to that in any way, again, be gentle with yourself, be compassionate with yourself, because it takes time to build this muscle, but view it as a step in your development as a leader, because that's what it is. And that brings me to the third reason, which is like, I find this one so motivating and so inspirational, and I hope that you do too, and I hope that it it helps you and kind of gives you an urge or a drive to work on your assertiveness muscle a little bit more. But the last reason that I want to share on why assertiveness is so important is because it demonstrates emotional maturity. And this is something that I talk a lot about in the ebook because this was so important for me in developing my own assertive voice. But not all assertiveness is created equal. I'm sure you've been around people who are assertive in ways that don't feel that great and in ways that rub people the wrong way and in in ways that really have a lot of opportunity for improvement, right? And actually, I talk about this in, in the book, but one of the reasons that I struggled so much when I got the feedback to be more assertive was because I was being guided into that very aggressive style of assertiveness. And like at the time, I had no self-awareness and no awareness around any of the stuff that I'm talking about right now. I just was told, Jessica, you need to do this. Here's how you do it. And it was like this very aggressive assertiveness style. And I tried to do it and I felt awful. And I was like, well, something's wrong with me. So that's what I concluded. But actually, the thing about assertiveness and the thing about almost anything you do in your career is there's more than one way to do it, right? And in my opinion, and I believe that if you're a listener of this show, you probably agree with this too. In my opinion, one of the marks of a good leader is someone who is able to show up in hard situations, who is able to make big asks, who is able to be assertive, who is able to disagree, 
but who is able to do so in a way that reflects maturity and humility and is not seen as someone who is very aggressive and always being very demanding. And in fact, the people who are the best at assertiveness, and I believe you 100% have the capability to get to this point, the people who are the best at assertiveness don't appear to be being assertive at all. Everyone just loves them. They love working with them. So they say like, you know, they say we need this by this deadline and everyone says great. They say jump and everyone says how high, right? It's because they're powerful, magnetic leaders and they don't need to be so intense about their assertiveness, so alpha about their assertiveness because people want to work with them and want to support them and truly want to help them and they have that confidence and they know that people want to help them and so when they make the ask and when they show up in that assertive way it just comes off as like very inspirational and it doesn't come off as a negative thing at all and I think that this is like such an untapped gift that us as women bring to the table because We know how to move people. We know how to persuade people. We know how to inspire people. We know how to listen. We know how to really show up for people deeply in a way that makes them feel seen. And as a result, in a way that makes them want to support us. And so when you are able to show up with this level of assertiveness that isn't overly aggressive, that makes people feel inspired rather than makes them feel like you're asking for so much from them, when you're able to do that, not only will you feel good because it's not going to feel like this aggressive alpha thing like I thought the way that I needed to be, It's going to feel natural. It's going to feel like you're just showing up as yourself and doing things in in a natural way. And that's what I wrote about in the book. And, And not only that, but it's going to further your career. It's going to help you get ahead as a leader because you will be viewed as someone that people love working with. And people might not even use the adjective assertiveness to describe you because they just think of you as an incredible contributor, an incredible team member, an incredible leader. And you are being assertive because you're showing up and you're asking for what you need from people and you're advocating and you're sharing your ideas. But because you're so inspirational and visionary and humble and perceptive and because your EQ is so on point, you're just perceived as someone who's wildly powerful and wildly effective. And that's why this this topic is like, it's freaking it's effing magic. That's why this topic is magic. Because all of the things you thought, all of the ways that you thought you needed to be that feel so uncomfortable are nothing, like they have nothing to do with the truth of this. The truth of this is that the best way for you to show up is the way that feels good and strong and true and also gets you the result that you need, right? There's like, there shouldn't be a trade-off here. And I know some people would disagree with this, and this is like getting into the realm of personal opinion of like, oh, 
there's a trade-off and like if you're too nice or too visionary or too whatever people like you're not going to be as effective I don't believe that's true I believe that's complete BS I believe you can lead in a way that gets you exactly the things that you want while being so humble and so true to who you are and still being effective and getting the things done that needed to get done I believe that is the definition of a visionary leader and yes you have to assert and yes you have to have boundaries but it's always an integrity it always comes from a place of respect it always comes from a place of seeing yourself and the people around you as human so it doesn't feel like this awful thing it's just part of the collaboration process and the creation process and as a leader once you find your unique way of facilitating that you won't be scared of assertiveness anymore because it's not going to feel like assertiveness it's just literally going to feel like you showing up for your job And that's why I think that this is so important because I think it gets this bad reputation. And I think if you're anything like me and you struggle with assertiveness, it can put you in this dark headspace. Like I got into a really bad, bad space around this because my my progression, like the, my official feedback that I got was this was one of the things I was told I needed to work on and I could not see a way out of it. I couldn't see a way to show up with this strong voice that felt sustainable and that felt like me. And it was a really difficult because I didn't want to have a bad performance review. I wanted to do well, but I was like, it wasn't like my intellectual ability that was getting in the way, although I had a lot of insecurity about that too. But in this particular case, it was like my emotional inner state. And I I didn't know what to do with that. I didn't know how to resolve that. I didn't know how to heal the pieces inside of me that were having troubles asking for what I needed. And if you're in that place, I just want you to know At least from my experience, I can only speak for myself, but I believe that this may also be true for you. The version of assertiveness that you are trying to grow into, once you have fully grown into it and adjusted into it and adapted to it, it will feel good. It will not feel heavy. It will not feel stressful. If assertiveness feels heavy and stressful, it's because there's something else attached to it that doesn't need to be there. There's some fear attached to it or there's some misconception around how you need to show up attached to it. But I believe that there is a version of a strong voice that doesn't have to feel so hard. And that's what I want to help you towards. And that is why I wrote this ebook because I believe that there is a happy place and sometimes it takes time and it takes exploration and it might take some experimentation to figure out what your assertive voice sounds like. But when you do figure that out, it shouldn't feel bad. It should feel good. It should feel like you and an expression of you and being assertive is just expressing you, but more of that, right? So you're amplifying something that is true to you. You're amplifying your authentic self, so that should feel good. For me, it starts to feel off when I'm amplifying something that isn't me. I'm like putting a megaphone to my voice and it's not even my voice. And then I hear it and I'm like, what is that? That's weird. That's not me. And so it's all about finding you and really what drives you and what your voice sounds like. And then learning how to be comfortable pushing back or speaking up assertively, but doing so in a way that stays true to who you are. That is what the ebook walks you through. I hope that this episode was helpful to you. And if you do end up reading the ebook, please let me know what you think. And of course, 
I would love, love, love to have you join the book club. I think it's going to be so, so, so much fun. If you're listening to this episode later than the time it aired, you can obviously still get the ebook. And again, I'll link it below, or you can get your copy at assertivenessebook.com. And when you receive your copy of the ebook, you will also see a link in there to sign up for the book club. And I am so excited. I cannot wait. And that brings me to the end of today's episode. I hope that you're doing really well. If you struggle with assertiveness, please be really, really easy on yourself. I also talk about this in the ebook, but it's really important to go slow, slow and steady, slow and gentle. I think sometimes when I know this, I'm speaking for myself, when I'm struggling, I want to fix it really quickly because I'm so afraid of the struggle. I'm so bothered by the struggle. I don't understand why it's happening. I want things to be different. And then I end up becoming so impatient with myself, pushing myself so hard too fast. And then I feel like I revert and I end up even farther back than when I started. And so one of the things that I talk about towards the end of the ebook is just to take it slow and to find that kindness because it's so difficult to make progress if you don't have that. So if you're struggling in any way, the first thing I would say is give yourself space, give yourself time, give yourself compassion. Think about this as a journey. Think about this as an adventure where you're struggling right now, but at the end of the adventure, you will emerge victorious. You'll emerge as a proud, accomplished, strong heroine And that's what I believe the stories of our careers are. That's what I believe we're experiencing as women when we go through these things. I believe we are the protagonist in the story of our lives. And I believe that we have so much potential inside us to emerge victorious. And it sounds so cheesy, but I really believe it's true. And that's what I want for you. So thank you for listening. I will link the ebook below. I hope that you enjoy it. I tried to make it fun. And I'm so glad that you have tuned in. I have another interview coming next week. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. In the meantime, take really good care of yourself. Have an amazingly fantastic week. And I'll catch you next week. And hopefully I'll see you at book club on August 9th. All right. Catch you soon. Bye. Bye.